It's Thursday, April 20th, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Well, how are you, everybody? This is Pastor Marcos with you, and uh, just wanted to say, if when you're hearing this today, that I'm actually not around. I'm out in Arizona at a leadership training, and so I'm going to just selfishly ask for a little bit of prayer today. It's Thursday, which means I've been in training since Monday, and I've got a couple more days left, and this is a an intense, powerful, good leadership training that's helping me be a more effective pastor for you here at Goodwill Church. Uh, but I just ask, would you pray for me as you think of me over these next couple of days? Uh, look forward to being back with you again next week. And you're going to be hearing Goodwill Talk daily. It's going to feel like I never left. That's why, because we we do these a little bit in advance. Uh, but just know, I really appreciate your prayers. Now let's turn our attention back to the book of Isaiah. We're in Isaiah chapter 43 today. And we're going to be looking at the Savior that we receive from the hand of God and his mercy in the face of our unfaithfulness. Oh, don't we need God's mercy when we continually act unfaithfully before him? Let's look together now, Isaiah chapter 43, starting in verse 1. But now this is what the Lord says, He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt for your ransom, Cush and Seba in your stead. Since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you, I will give people in exchange for you, nations in exchange for your life. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, who I created for my glory, whom I formed and made, lead out those who have eyes that are blind, who have ears and are deaf. All the nations gather together and the peoples assemble. Which of their gods foretold this and proclaimed to us the former things? Let them bring in their witness to prove they were right so that others may hear and say, It's true! You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen so that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me no god was formed, nor will there be one after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and apart from me there is no Savior. I have revealed and saved and proclaimed, I, and not some foreign God among you. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, that I am God. Yes, and from ancient days I am he. No one can deliver out of my hand. When I act, who can reverse it? This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. For your sake I will send to Babylon and bring down as fugitives all the Babylonians in the ships in which they took pride. I am the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's Creator, your King. This is what the Lord says, He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements together, and they lay there never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. 
Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The wild animals honor me, the jackals and the owls, because I provided water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen ones, the people I formed for myself, that they may proclaim my praise. Yet you have not called on me, Jacob. You have not wearied yourselves for me, Israel. You have not brought me sheep for burnt offerings, nor honored me with your sacrifices. I have not burdened you with grain offerings, or wearied you with demands for incense. You have not bought any fragrant calamus for me, or lavished on me the fat of your sacrifices, but you have burdened me with your sins, wearied me with your, off with your offenses. I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake. Remember your sins, I remember your sins no more. Review the past for me. Let us argue the matter together. State the case of your innocence. Your first father sinned. Those I sent to teach you rebelled against me. So I disgraced the dignitaries of your temple. I consigned Jacob to destruction and Israel to scorn. God is saying, listen, I know what you've done. You've sinned against me. Adam sinned, your first father. And I sent people to teach you, but they sinned as well. The prophets and the priests, they all sinned against me. And so, yes, destruction and scorn is what you're facing. But I'm the one who blots out transgressions. That's who I am. I forgive sins. I take mercy. I take delight in giving you mercy, God is saying. I am your salvation. I am your strength. I created you. So don't fear, for I'm redeeming you as well. I summon you by name, and you're mine. Think about this for a second. God is saying, hey, you know I saved you from the Exodus. I saved you from Egypt and led you through the sea. I, I created a way. But I want you to forget that for a minute. I'm going to do something new. I'm going to rescue you from ex exile as well. And God says to us, I'm also doing something new in you. I'm saving you in Christ. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. Do you perceive it? What is this new thing? It's not some new act today. It was a new act in Christ. He saved not only his people, but he saved the nations through Christ. All the nations are called to put their faith in Jesus Christ and receive salvation. Oh, how glorious. How new is that? You and me, Gentiles like us. Now, there may be some Jewish folks here, but for the majority of us, we're Gentiles. We are late born, being grafted in by God mercifully because of this new thing he did in Christ. He saves us and he says, don't fear. I'm with you. Not only do I save you, but I remain with you. That's what he's done for us in his Holy Spirit. Just as he remained with the people who were in exile and promised to bring them home again, he remains with us in our exile as we wait to come home to our heavenly home. A heavenly home that will then be brought to earth, a new heaven and a new earth where we will reign and rule with Christ forever. He is with us by the power of his Holy Spirit because the one that he sent, his servant, who was filled with the Spirit, who died for us, who rose again for us. Jesus Christ is doing a new thing in and among and through us. Do you see, brother and sister Christian, what he is doing in your life? If you do, then hear this. Do not fear. When you pass through the waters, he's with you. 
When you pass through the rivers, he's with you. When you walk through the fire, he is with you, for he's the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. He saves you. I know this life can get intense and hard and painful. I know suffering is real. We taste the sinfulness of ourselves and the sinfulness of others far too often. And the way that sin has impacted this world has meant that there are times we suffer greatly. Do not fear, for God is with you, whether through flood or through fire, he is with you by his Spirit. And the promise is while we wait to come home, he doesn't abandon us, and one day he will bring you home. Your suffering now is not the end of the story. He's going to bring you to the other side. The hope of the gospel is not just of a future salvation, but is of a present presence. I don't know how else to say it. A present presence of God. He's with us now. He's with his people. He does not abandon you. He does not forsake you because he loves you. And maybe you need to hear that today. Maybe things are so intense for you right now that you just need to be reminded God is with you. He loves you. He will not abandon you no matter what you're facing. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you. We thank you that you who created us, who formed us, you also redeem us in Christ. And though we sinned against you, though we continue to be unfaithful, every day we fall short, every day we sin against you, and yet you delight in showing mercy to your children, reminding us that in Christ our sins are washed away. That this is not license to pursue sin, but it is a grace that allows us to pursue you, even though we do so imperfectly. Would we not fear the things of this world? Though we may suffer, though there may be even great sorrow in this life, though we will face tribulation and trial, we are to take heart to not fear because you, Jesus, have overcome the world. Help us, Lord, to live in that spirit power a power that helps us to endure in this life and to celebrate with joy the life to come. We love you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for being with me today. I'll see you again tomorrow right back here at Goodwill Talk Daily.